Hello. Hey, hey. Yo. What's going on? Man, you know. Another day, literally. Like, this is the most oh, literal yeah? meaning of just another day. Oh, yeah? And, Why? You didn't do anything different this weekend? I mean, well, yesterday we, uh, like, we went on a little picnic, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, these days are all just, like, you know, you work Blending from together, home, right? the weekends are from home, like, it's, yeah, it's just another day, you know? Yeah, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Um, same kind of deal, you know? Same, same old, same old. <laughs> Yo, at least yeah, you get to drive, that, that drive to work and, like, be in an office. I know it's it's a bullshit from your perspective, but, like... Oh man, take advantage. It's honestly, I mean, I I actually enjoy the drive. Yeah, I especially mean, in the morning, you know what I mean? I'm not necessarily one of those people who doesn't enjoy the morning. Yeah. I it's kind of refreshing, you know, if you're if you got enough rest and you get up in the morning, you got your little ritual, you know, take a shower, get ready, get some coffee and hit the road, and then yeah. you kind of either space out or listen to something on your way to work. It's yeah. quite enjoyable. Yeah, man. I mean, I think back to, like, I used to have kind of a commute kind of like yours. I mean, it was heavy traffic, but it took about 45 minutes to an hour to get to work. Um, yeah. I remember back then, I was, you know, I was looking at this shit like, man, I wish I, you know, worked from home or I lived closer. Now I'm just like, damn, I wish I had, like, you know, 30 minutes to 45 Somewhere minutes to go, in right? the morning just to. Right, right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Hey, what's good. up? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Man, what's, going on? what's going on with you, man? Man, yeah, I man. can't call it. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I took I took your footsteps and, and, and grabbed me something from up north. I got a oh, Canadian yeah. wife, too, man. Yeah, bro. You need to get the fuck up out of here? I yeah, man. I'm, I'm trying to get that duel. I'm trying to get that duel. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you, up, you, man. Stuck, you stuck in this third world country. Yeah, bro, know, free man. healthcare, all right. that. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I didn't do the paperwork. Did you? Did you? I, I didn't do it yet, but we're gonna do it for my daughter soon. So I'm thinking about just doing my. But but that's the thing. Do I have to be living over there or like planning to live over there? Yeah, I didn't do that homework yet. I didn't yeah, do that homework. So, if it's too much work, then you know it's like it's cool. You know. Yeah. If World War Three happens in the United States, you know, or Civil War happens in the United States, is gonna affect Canada. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, if, like, the economy collapses in the U.S., yeah. then you know that there's going to be, like, a mass migration of people to Canada. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it'll affect the world if the U.S. crashes. I mean, it's, it's one of the largest markets, so. Right. Crazy yeah, man. So, how was your weekend, brother Mal- er, I'm sorry, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a, a NOI, nigga. An NOI. My brother. <laughs> been slinging, slinging any good bean pies? Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was good, man. I didn't do too much. Just a whole bunch of chores got them out the way yesterday. Today, yeah. did some grocery shopping and whatnot. Relax, really. I, I needed one of those days, man. My mom was begging me to come do, come to the house. You, you know how moms are. Yeah. Dad? Right. Yeah. So, they get bored too. You know? Yeah, but but it's like they always think like you could just come like like it's like you you got you got to have some downtime for yourself. Yeah. 
Like you gotta disconnect exactly. from everybody and everything for a little bit. Just one day, you know what I mean? Recharge. Yeah, that's true. I feel it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so um, you know, the the, the format of the podcast is just pretty um basic, pretty relaxed. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna do is put in a um in an intro after we record this, right? So it's gonna be like a separate sound file. So we don't need to do all kinds of introductions and all that, right? We right, just kinda right. get into it. We just kinda get into it, right? Mm-hmm. So um kinda I sent you guys a, a few topics. Right. And we can start anywhere. Um I wanted to talk about like COVID. Mm-hmm. And how are how are we holding up in general, right? So mm-hmm. in so so within your in your world, like if you could give yourself a grade on how you're coping mm-hmm. with COVID, what would that be? Okay, well, what is that coping? As in what emotionally? As in what physically? How, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you quarantining? Let's, are you wilding? Let's let's go with um. Let's go with like physically. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you coping? You know, are you are you maintaining like uh, good health habits, or are you you know chilling and eating junk food and uh, being a couch potato? <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely couch potato. But uh, on the other end, also I, I'm, I've, I've changed my diet a lot since mm-hmm. we kind of got into it, and it, it didn't really have to do with COVID. I have my own little thing where. I'm just supposed to avoid fatty foods. So I just kind of changed everything. And you know me, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a picky, I'm a picky eater. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a super picky eater. So my, my, my wife came up with some creative ways to kind of get around that where she'll sneak in some stuff. You know what I mean? Some super health conscious stuff that, and she wouldn't let me know, of course. Oh really? How does and that? And then work? it'll taste it tastes wonderful, and then she'll tell me afterwards. How does that? Because you work? know, it, it's just it, it's like a little kid. You don't tell the little kid that it got broccoli like, in it or, or something. You just like what? What are you picky about though? Like what foods are you? I'm interested to know. Like what? What are you? You know, is it everything? Do you like not eat some sort of foods? Is it like? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really venture too much. I'm like, yo, know, steak. Okay. You know what I mean? Burgers. Uh, I'm, I'm not that type of red meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shea. I'm, I'm that type of dude. But uh, so so when it comes to like, I don't like Asian food. And I, I, Speaking I feel of, like I said I re- that. Huh? I remember. I remember one time um, we were up in Northern Virginia, right? And we went to like a a pho place, pho. Yeah, and yeah. you were just not messing with it at all. You like stood outside and like stared at us. <laughs> I told y'all that that's the thing. I, I warned y'all. It wasn't like, like nah, yo, let like, me nah, let me get some far. I was like, yo, I'm not. Well, yeah, I don't try, like, try. like, nah, I don't. Want yeah, to I tried it, and and then I went to the little little shawarma spot next door. Right, and I was as happy as can be. You know. Yeah, I feel like texture and things like that are important. Yeah, you know yeah. What That's like, what it is. It's, it's texture. Certain, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. Exactly. Like So I, you don't have like you don't have a you have you don't have an issue with like flavors? Like uncommon flavors? Yeah, yeah. I I, I really I, I never really pinpointed it, but I think I think he I think what he said hit the nail on on the head, really. Mm-hmm. Textures really could turn me off in the whole thing. 
Yeah. Like yeah. It, it could all taste like chicken, but if it feel like eel, it's <laughs> out of there. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I mean, yo, I, for me, I'm not picky at all. Yeah, you know, you're I'm, food on the store. Open. Yeah, I'm pretty open to trying new things. The only things that really bother me are like uh, cauliflower, right? Yeah. Oh, cauliflower at all. That's like, yeah. you know what cauliflower know what is? is? It's it's like broccoli's albino cousin. Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, where did this like with, with autism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only vegetable with autism. Yeah, right, right. Now there's a few of them out there, but on the spectrum, it's on the it's on the far end. <laughs> and like broccoli, when it's cooking, kind of it, it smells pretty nasty too. Yeah, oh, that's yeah? true. Like, that's true. Broccoli. broccoli. Yeah, that's like true. Broccoli. Yeah, like I have to make it for my daughter all the time. I hate that shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the smell, but it, it's it's fine with me. Tasting is fine, but. Yeah, the smell is is a turn off. So it's just things like that, that, really. I found out that broccoli was it doesn't exist in nature. Did you guys yeah. ever hear anything like like? No, that? I never I heard think, that. You know, like forty percent of the things like we eat didn't exist like a hundred years ago. It's crazy. Yeah, like just... broccoli was one of the first things that's sort of genetically engineered. So what, what did it stem like from? Purposely. I don't think it was like a purposeful thing. I think it was just like people were uh, growing plants and like choosing what um attributes they wanted to like replicate mm. right mm. and then eventually like the the whatever the original plant was died out and then you got like broccoli pretty much happening mm. and then and, and then that broccoli doesn't just grow by itself like humans have to plant it and grow it and stuff mm. yeah. okay it's like bananas right like the bananas that we eat yeah they're, they're mm-hmm. but they didn't exist though. either like yeah. right right i knew about bananas uh, I did not know broccoli. Unnatural. <laughs> Bro, what, how do you guys feel about eggs? Y'all, y'all just eat any type of eggs, or like what? Nah, I gotta get, I gotta get the um, the free range organic eggs. That's, oh. that's the eggs that I eat. But we, I'm we've been about, doing like, that cooked. a little bit. I'm talking about like how it's cooked. I, I'm scrambled. I'm I'm pretty scrambled. You know I mean? Yeah, that's that's where I stay with. Yeah, just, like, just I, don't, I don't do the. I don't do the easy runny. Like, uh, yeah, runny I, I don't even know the, all that. Yeah, I don't even know all the up. states. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need. I I need them. I need them solids. I don't need liquids. I don't need gas eggs. I don't yeah. need none of that. You know what I mean? Plasma eggs. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Uh, at all. Uh, what is it? Um, what is that joint? The Mexican one. There's a Mexican egg dish that they eat over like rice and beans. You're talking about like sunny side up. It's not just sunny side up though. It's like super runny and gross. Oh. It's huevos rancheros. That's what it is. That nah. joint is gross. Oh. I went to a Mexican place one time and I thought I was gonna get some scrambled eggs with some rice, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let me get that huevos rancheros, right? This yeah. dude brings it. It's just like a raw egg over. Some rice. I'm like, what is this? Huevos <laughs> <laughs> like, rancheros. I was like, nah, you about to take that back. Like, right, right, right. That? You know, there, there's a there's this like Chinese dish where they wait until like the egg, the the chick is actually forming, or it's like mm. halfway forming, and the rest is egg. Yeah, they, I saw that, man. It and they like cook it up and shit. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, common in some some Asian countries. Yeah, like the strange delicacies. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, we have. I feel like Sudanese delicacies are not 
that strange. Yeah. Like, I've seen delicacies elsewhere that are very, like, the worst delicacies that we have are, like, like grasshoppers or something, too. Yeah, for us, it's, like, raw, um, what is it, like, raw liver and raw. Yeah. Yeah, and we, like we right. eat the head and like all cleaned that. and rostered. Oh, the head ain't nothing, bro. Right, we right, right. All the time, right. I think that's everywhere. Yeah, but like, but like umfit fit, right? Like the raw stomach. Yeah, that shit is nah. mine. Yeah, you don't, you don't nah. fuck with that, or nah, but dude. My pe dude. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. I come from some country ass, yeah, like people, and I. Had my fair share of fit fit and marada, yeah, all that, you know. Yeah, fam, that's the exactly same thing, man. <clears throat> I've had my fair share. I still love that. Shit. You know, in Ethiopia, they got the thing where um, they'll have like a live cow and they'll, like slice meat off of like a living cow, what the and, like and serve it. You know what I mean? They do raw meat, like some of these uh, Ethiopian restaurants. I bet if you go to somewhere in DC, yeah, right. Uh, off the menu, you ask them for some people call it like caramel, yeah, but it, all it is is raw uh beef, right? That's tenderized, yeah, and they add all of their like Ethiopian spices and then you just like eat it like that with like some anjera. So, what they, raw, they got a like, cow in the back, are you saying they got a little cow nah, in the they back? Don't, not cow, in America, no. they don't. <laughs> <laughs> not if PETA has something to say about it, <laughs> they just slice the piece off, They're yeah, like, they got like, saw. It's like, what's that noise, yeah, right. <laughs> You hear but, it in the back. but think right, about right. it though they're probably like yo we'll slice off a little like we you know we want to keep the cow we don't want to yeah. eat the cow because we right. milk so we'll slice off a little piece go ahead get and get that fresh it up. fresh fresh yeah, meat that's, yo that's starvation <laughs> yeah, no. we, gotta, we gotta keep the cow for milk but we're so hungry like, alright just slice a little piece of the cow no, that's things like the premise of saw saw at 17 or something Yeah, bro. they're just oh, chopping somebody in the back it's like damn, meat once a month. Yeah, go yeah. cut cut some bacon off the cow's back. Right, yeah, so and, like, and they'll tell you beforehand this is fresh. It's not even scabbed up meat. Cause yeah. it's a little part. You get the cheaper part. That's the the scabbed up part. Yeah, you know how like people say they want their meat. Um, they want their steak like mooing or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. I mean, <laughs> well done. Yeah, that's what I want. I, that, I get it well done. Mm-hmm. That's, a, yeah, that's what they yeah, don't understand. Yeah, me too. If you, know, if you know how to make a steak, yeah. then you don't need to undercook it in order for it to maintain its, like, juiciness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man. yeah. I don't I need it like that in, juicy, man. I feel like in American society, though, everybody kind of, like, I don't know, man. At least the dudes, like, I go out to eat with or whatever. But it's like, nah, man, you got to get, like, medium rare or, like, medium well. And, like, nah, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's burnt. It's over overcooked. I'm like, right. nah, man, y'all eating so like, good. It's, it's good to yeah, me. Like, pagans. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where your judgment comes out, you know. Like, Kafar. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is haram. You tell me this is haram. <laughs> this is why you're all burning in hell, Todd. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're in, in different regions, right? Um, like, wh- what about you guys' states? I know Malik, you're up there in the Washington D.C. area, and HK is up in the. Should we be specific or what? Like Upper Midwest, let's say. It, it, Detroit, man. Say the murder, yeah, the murder yeah, might as well. Bro. He's up in the murder mitten. For real, Detroit, yo, crime in Detroit is is heavy these days. I'm talking about murder mm. after murder after. 
for no reason. You feel me? What's the poverty, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll do it to you. It's the it's the blackest city in America. It's like eighty eighty five to eighty eight percent black people. Really? Yeah. They, they always they always paint a picture that like like Atlanta is one of those. Yeah, of, right. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I mean, I remember like I know that Detroit back in the day was uh, considered like a super black city. Yeah, Motown. I, f- I figured mm. most of those people. Right, right. Out. Yeah. The, I don't. Know. I mean, the, I guess the jobs. It, it has to do with the jobs, all, all the manufacturing jobs and all that. I mean, once those shut down, it, I would think that that's where they end up staying. It's yeah. it's the other people. It's, it's this white flight happened the other way. Oh, so yeah. yeah. But yeah, now yeah. it's kind of like well, before the pandemic happened, it was kind of like white people were coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Detroit was booming. I mean, this what is the first industries? Time in life. What like, industries I mean, are, are tech, sparking that? Tech, tech? state, yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, I mean, um, we got a bunch of tech like um, offices that are open. Google has an office here. Um, Microsoft oh, wow. has an office. Uh, I didn't Twitter even know about has that. An office, yeah. Um, so it's booming, man. And then Quicken Loans. Um, I think there's yeah. like twenty thousand people that work for Quicken Loans in downtown. Um, so it's on, you know, like four or five years ago, like, you know, downtown Detroit, there'd literally be nobody outside past like nine o'clock. I mean, now we're like, even like a few months ago, it was, it was packed all the time. It was like a major city, you know? Um, yeah, but we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens after, you know, after this pandemic goes away or if it does, you know? I hope so, man. Honestly, like I'm getting to that point where I'm like begging for the you know uh greater powers to make this to to either like produce a vaccine or this thing just disappears or whatever yeah man let's see what uh with the russian vaccine i think uh they said russia came up with uh came up with a vaccine that works and approved it and like Vladimir do, Putin do gave it to one of his true? daughters Nah, bro i don't think I, I think it's it's true but they they didn't they didn't test in enough humans. You, you know how the Russians do. Yeah. They they literally probably got the minimal, and not even minimal. I I don't know what the scientific community con- considers like a statistically the 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 amount you need to get before you can say okay this test is good for human trials. I feel like they didn't do that. They rushed it, and and um, I mean Putin is not really stopping. Or saying uh, let, let's let's double back and make sure this is humane. They just want to say that the first to do it. It's, yeah. it's just like the Cold War, just like anything else. They want to say that they're the first to do it. Yeah. And I remember a while back they were even talking about uh, how they were hacking other companies that they were doing that that they were hacking their research. So even American companies, I think they hacked in some Chinese stuff as well. So they were basically cheating off their test, which yeah. I mean. It's a very, very Russian thing to do. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's actually the smart thing to do, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised because you got to think about how unstable a lot of um, political situations are around the world, right? Mm -hmm. With with the economies crashing and with all kinds of like other disasters going on, like in, um, like think about in uh, Lebanon, right? The the big like port explosion that they had, right? That, that set was off crazy. like a massive, like that set off like a massive social uprising. Right. And I think with a lot of these like world leaders, people who are dictators, really, you know, th- this poses a threat to them. This COVID 
like this disease that is shutting down everything and, you know, economic desperation. So what they're going to do is they're going to just like come out and be like, okay, all right, everything's good. So got a vaccine, everything's solved. Right. So, right. you know, don't, don't come out on the street and, you know, topple the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I mean, you see it all over the world, though. Like everything, I feel like you know, it, it, there's going to be a mass like shift in like powers and like you know, social equality and all that. I mean, it's going to take time, but you just see it everywhere. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the, the French Revolution and all, all that. That that that's that's kind of how it happened. It's it's a very contagious thing. Exactly. It's a very contagious thing. Yeah. You guys see yeah, I mean, uh, Belarus? I, I don't want to. Who's going on in Belarus? Yes, yeah, their election yeah, and uh, the mass the things going on. Yeah, they're torturing yeah. people like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I w- I would say like I don't want to take credit. I don't want to be Sudanese centric. Yeah, but you know, a lot of this stuff kicked off. Yeah, around the time that the Sudanese revolution happened a year ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. But but even that was like I, I think all those are from the Arab Spring and all that the, all that stuff all is related. is is connected yeah because yeah, sure. it gives courage especially that that's the thing about the internet social media and, and the power that it could give people yeah just because yeah. there's numbers you're allowed to meet without being in one place where the government comes in and tapping in yeah yeah that one was special because... what at what time. You're you're allowed to be anonymous. You're allowed to exchange ideas, and I think that's that's mm, true. This technology age is what about mm-hmm. is that, but it also what we're facing now with misinformation. I mean, so many people that come wrong information, and they could go through confirmation bias and find other same wrong information. Yeah. They come to you with. I think your phone is disconnecting. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I don't know. Did did his phone uh, disconnect or something? Let me see. Um, it says connected. It, yeah, it does say connected, but I don't hear him. Oh. And I like it was kind of messing up at first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we hear you now. Yeah, I wasn't hearing you guys. Now, now I'm hearing you guys. I always assume whenever there's like some kind of like I don't know what uh, happened. Phone, it like you know interference that there's some kind of like NSA tap going on. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just I'm just talking about sports. I'd be on the I'm Mr. NSA man. I'm just talking about sports. I right? don't. Uh, that's a snowder. Don't worry. Uh, start talking about automobiles. <laughs> oh, code red, code red. <laughs> He said, "Mohammed." Tis a hadasher. Yeah, that, yeah, that that doesn't help at all. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's a lot that get paid a lot of money. There's there's a lot of people that get paid a lot of money to to uh, just yeah. translate. My dad, my dad teaches. Yeah, I, got, I know teaches, some Sudanese uh, dudes right now that do that. They right. just go Everybody, get big yeah. money to translate. Yeah, bro, it's it's crazy, but I feel like. You know, I feel like the U.S. is kind of, I don't know, man. As long as, as long as they're, you know, they have military presence in these countries, they're always going to need, you know, mm-hmm. Arabic intelligence uh, resources. But I think there's like a, 
there's an incentive to like mm-hmm. fuel the yeah, paranoia, absolutely. right? Because there are people making a lot of money off of like the narrative of like, you know, we're under threat and there's all these, you know, forces, yeah. these foreign power, these foreign forces coming after us. Yeah, and that, you know, pushes the people with the money to be like, here, you know, oh, here's some money for whatever solution you have for us. You know, the, those paranoid people, the, those, these paranoid people can't come up with a budget of what, like $1.2 trillion a year for right. military. That's literally like paranoia money. Like, they're yeah. just like, yo, we scared. Yeah, they just, they just throw money at our fear. <laughs> they can't muster together, you know, a couple billion right. just to like save the economy. But they're like, yo, let's. Right. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll just like pull two trillion out of thin air for, you know, uh, airline companies oh, and multinationals exactly. that are billion dollar companies. Because they threaten to fire their, um, you know, the, their their work force, and then once they get the money, they still fire their workforce. <laughs> right, right, cut them down. But that's the thing. To, to be honest, ever since I started oh, working man, kind of for the government, I, so I really saw money, how, how much money's being bled. Like there's so much money being bled, it's just ridiculous, and this it, there's an apathy around it too. It's it's it's, I mean, it, it kind of. I always start right? my tax money like somebody was sitting there. I always picture some guy with with glasses and saying, "Okay, well, seventy five cents of his money goes into into this, and then goes into that." Mm-hmm. But it it just it just it's just connections. It's just people lobbying. Mm-hmm connections getting certain amount of money for whatever and then they don't use all that money for that and they end up spinning their wheels around management middle management people not communicating and using that money probably there has to be a better checks and balance system for for the money of like an efficient system of, of doing something like that it's just the one that we've built up here is mm. i don't know it's like the incentive mm. structure is wrong right Yeah, I mean, I've seen it too, man, because you and me work kind of in the same industry. It's totally wrong. But there's a very hustler. Mm -hmm. There's there's like a hustler. And that's just this side, so I I can only imagine all the other side. People are just and and that's where get in. I'm about to get this. I'm about to get this contract real quick. You know, there there is 15 million. Boom. You know what I mean? All I got to do is like minimal work. (laughs) Mm, mm. Right. Yep. Right. That's what they said. They say that when they say military grade, you know how they use that in marketing for like they're saying this is something really strong or, or something. It's it's good. It's a good quality product. They're saying military grade, like mm. with people mm. that actually use military grade, it's just it meets the bare specs, the bare minimum. That's what makes it military grade. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> so it, it's 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 yeah, it, it, like, it's kind of um, weird, really. You know, it's funny. Like yeah, everybody knows yeah. the term military-industrial complex, mm-hmm. but I was in a conference really uh, recently where they started using a new term. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, when you're in business, there's always new jargon. There's there's always new vocabulary that they're throwing in there, right? So they 
they instead of rebrand, yeah. they don't. They, I don't think they've ever used right, the right, term right. military industrial mm. complex because it's always been there's always been an implication that that was something negative, right? But but now they're like, okay, well, we need to describe ourselves negative somehow. connotation. So we're gonna call yeah. ourselves. Mm. Uh, what was it, man? It was like, oh God, it was so benign, man. It was like it was like defense. Uh, what was it like? It's like defense industry, mm. defense industry division, some crap like that, right? To kind of define all of the private companies involved in military contracts. Mm-hmm. You know? But it was so benign that if, like, let's say you heard it, right? Let's say, like, a regular person, it's not you involved. You would know what it. it is. They wouldn't know what it is. They had no idea what it is. They think it's something good. Okay, defense. That's the purpose. Okay, yeah. defense is good, right? Defense is right, good. Right, right. Uh, industry, industry is good. They think you're right? moving office paper. Uh, yeah. Uh, division, uh, yeah. whatever that means. I guess, right. You know, that's neither good <laughs> nor defense bad. defense division. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like division. Right, I like, right. I like division of labor. Like that works, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Crazy. All right. So, yeah. yeah I mean, right. like, work jargon is interesting. You know, I find that's I find interesting. It funny when, like, because I have like an overactive conscience sometimes. So, like, yeah, when I hear stuff in, um, in like, what do you call it? Like industry in offices, like corporate corporate places. My brain screams at me when somebody uses some of these words, man. You know what I mean? Like I have to stop myself from like rolling my eyes and being like, "Ah, here we go." Like, yes, we are. Right, 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 right. Right. It's very extra. It is extra. These verticals, especially when it's not that simple. Oh, motherfucker! Just say it. Just say what you're trying to say. Oh, bro, I feel it. But that's always been used as a gatekeeper type, uh, the, like that jargon is just always used to kind of keep yeah. other people a- away, people that are not in the industry, to just make yourself seem more official. I think I was kind of talking to someone. This this is kind of random. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to somebody, but we we got into <laughs> the word the word knife, knife. How the word knife with with the silent K, like that that was like. The literate, yeah, the literate, like, people that were literate back in the day looked at the illiterate, and then they chose to put that silent K in there to kind of, to kind of find out who, who, who knew how to read from ho-and-so scholar versus the person that learned how to read either by themselves or for some other low life. So he comes in, he, he he's trying to pretend he's all fancy and he fits in with them. And he's like, he, he's reading everything perfectly. And then he throws a knife in there and they just, they just tear him up. They just tear him up. <laughs> yeah. So it's so language has always been used as something to keep people, keep things exclusive. So that that continues in industry. England, what that was that was the way that the like upper class would speak, right? Like England is interesting really? because of all their accents and whatnot, but the That's accents, the the accents like identify really like, what a person's class was, right? Yeah, not, uh, yeah. not even just geographically, but like your actual 
class where you're from and their class system is like right it's a right class true system. it's like very rigid it's not like you know you could get rich but you're still mm-hmm. lower class because you know you don't come from a lineage of wealthy yeah. people right so yeah the funny thing is like you know these british mm-hmm. people chose mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. british upper class people chose to speak a certain way to uh differentiate themselves yeah from from the rest of the population differentiate themselves mm. that's interesting mm-hmm. and then that probably just over time it changed more and more but it it would be interesting to hear how George Washington or, or those guys spoke because I could see it especially if they they're they're the enlightened ones and know know much better than others yeah, and then they'll try to talk a different way try to differentiate <laughs> themselves slang mm. different everything different and they were trying to hide from the out. British. I mean, they, they're trying to differentiate themselves. Yeah, I can hear them fine. Hello? Yeah, okay. I hear you now. Yeah, there, there's a lot of breakup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's better. Yeah, what did y'all think? But of, there was um, a little part that I we, we went robotic. Um, passed away like a couple of days ago. And um, they're not saying how he died. Like, you know, mm-hmm. usually they'd say, like, huh? Fatha, 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 ya jama'a, Fatha. Did you just yeah, say it? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, you know. He said uh, Trump's brother. Yeah, he so, said, I'm so, like, they're not saying the reason, you know. So, guys, they're like, yo, you know, heart attack. So, I'm thinking he died of COVID, and they're not trying to say, like. True, know. true. Yo, that that'd be the ultimate. Yeah. That that would just be irony yeah, to the fullest. Would, if it did happen, that and way, they would hide it. that. That that would be yeah. something. So it absolutely hide. To you know speculate. Yeah. I mean, what? Speculate, absolutely. People usually say that is interesting. Yeah, I, I I didn't. I only saw headlines. I didn't really read into it. Did you hear? Um, if you're saying there's no information, then it, yeah, that that's that's about, super like, strange. He did an interview where he's like, it is what it is. That became like a, a quote for like a week. So so I was watching this dude and he was talking about like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. The Trump support, like, you know, sections of society talking about, you know, oh, you know, you, you people should be more um, sympathetic and blah, blah, blah. And all of this and the lack of um, respect given to someone who died and all of that. And then their response through social media, right? I guess like one of the trending hashtags is it is what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So really, Bro. yeah, I mean, come on. Like, I mean, yo, it, it, it is, man. I can't, I'm not going to sit here in front and be all, you know, oh, he was, he was such a good man and, you know, God bless him and all that. I'm going to yeah. keep it real, dude. Like, it is what it is, man. I'm not going to sit here. I don't know him, but I'm not going to tap dance on yeah. the page, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't know nothing I think I about saw another him. Another hashtag say uh, wrong Trump. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Jeez, it's that's crazy. Like... <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's... Yeah. What, what's yeah. What, I think uh, yeah. I think one of the topics you wanted to talk about were the the post office. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we wanted to. That was like another. Um, what's section, like the right? backstory the behind say. that? I wasn't. I wasn't like super. Like I knew he he wasn't funding it because he didn't want people to like mass. Uh, you know, mail vote or whatever. He said it um, explicitly when they asked him about it. He he came out and he said it. 
<laughs> like, like I don't want people to vote. That's why I'm yeah, refusing yeah. to authorize, yeah, like authorize a dumb... emergency funding to the post office. Right? Wow. He thinks it's mail fraud. He's really equating that though. He's equating the mail fraud with with a mail in ballot. Like when there's there's multiple sources that say that that's not true. I mean, he's just equating it, and and you yeah. you know how he uses language. He just says something, and then he makes that stick, and he sticks to that point, yeah. and it, until until that's what his base believes, and and that's what they believe. So he's using two things. He's he's using that he's all for business, and that the the post office is losing money for the government. He doesn't want to fund it. Meanwhile, the person that he put up has. I think over seventy million dollars in investments in things that in in like like they want to privatize. Yeah, competitors. Yeah, so I mean that's crazy. Losing money, like what they're not saying. That's crazy. Post that the USPS was one of the healthiest, right, and most popular, right? Like what what government agency do you know that has like eighty something percent popularity, right? Mm. Uh, like. They, yeah, the the USPS makes <laughs> plenty of money, but the issue is that the Republicans in Congress wrote in policies forcing the USPS to like fund uh, pensions for f- for employees twenty five years in the future, right? So people who weren't even like born yet, people who yeah. aren't born yet, right? They ha- they have to make enough money in order to fund people's pensions for the rest of their life that haven't even Damn. been employed yet by the USPS. Yeah, so that way they can come back and be like, "Oh well, you guys have budget f- shortfalls." You that's crazy. I didn't know money. that aspect. So that's going yeah. to be our predicate f- to defund you, and then break you up and sell you sell your parts to FedEx and and UPS and these private, uh, you know, DHL and those pl- those private like. Um, postal services, right? So it's messed up. And then on top yeah. of it, it's like, yeah, you know, we, we could be right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic where people have to be away, yeah. far from each other. People can't, yeah. people can't go to the, um, to their polling places. The most efficient way mm. of doing it is through the mail, right? Yeah. Right. Through the mail. Yeah. And the people that are concerned with the virus are usually not the Trump supporters. So he, he he's banking on the people that are going to be doing mail-in ballots yeah. are the ones that are voting Democratic or, or not voting for, for Trump, basically. And the ones that, yeah, that don't believe in the pandemic, yeah. which is his base, the ones, they're going to be at the polls. So he's effectively just trying to chop that down. Yeah, which is, I mean, it, it's it's definitely calculated. It's smart, right. but it's conniving. Like, you know, it's four very years conniving. Ago, been like, yeah, nah, that's the that's the yeah, scary thing. That's what they do is in good faith. That's really you know scary. I mean? they, whenever they say something about, let's say, uh, like voter fraud and all of that, no, right? even though there's no. minimal voter fraud, it's usually right. It's usually. Yeah, it's usually for no at all. Oh, yeah, no, minimum you know, like, no uh, evidence. Like Harry yeah. Potter, you know how they got like the black, like the dark arts, you know, or yeah. like Star Wars, you know the the force, the dark side of the force, that type of shit, where mm. they take something that is 
it would sound benign. It sounds mm. like not not bad, but you know they're using it for bad reasons. Mm. Mm. It's the context. He doesn't even do it slick. That's the problem. It's not even right. in a slick way. It's like, oh, elections in a couple of months. Let me go ahead and, and try to yeah. just I'm, discredit I'm sure this that, way you know, out um, early in advance. People behind him. I think like a lot of attention has been focused on him, right? Like him, he, him as like he's like the he's the lightning rod, right? But but that he does not. Yeah, have he's not the, the one coordinating all this. He doesn't have the memory. Right, yeah. To, for, for any of this, right? The he doesn't have the mind him, for that. You know, you're yeah. like Steve Mnuchin. No. You're, uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the one guy? The young guy. He's like a little fascist, like, you know, like a Nazi got into a time machine and, and came. Uh, the little bald bastard, whatever his name is. Right. Oh my God! You know what yeah, I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah man. Who's like who writes doctor. speeches? He's yeah. like, he's like. Uh... Yeah, I know exactly who you are. Right. Like old on Xanax or something. He's always just like, oh, jittery and shit. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. It's Howard or something. I don't know. Yeah, his, I don't I'm know drawing his name, a blank, but... but I really don't want to say his name either. I don't even like saying, yeah. you know, I like using other words for, for, for yeah, he yeah. who he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> well, like Baltimore. pops up with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's true but actually one of well, I don't mean to cut you off but I, I, one of the things I've seen I think they put a patent out the postal office put a patent out where they want to do like the, the voting system they, they want to do it based on blockchains basically using what was used on cryptocurrency to kind of make sure there's no fraud. So, and and so just kind of in layman's terms, the the way the blockchain would work in this situation, blockchain for something to be true. Hello. So I guess what you were saying was, um, some people want to do voting through like blockchain technology. Right, mm-hmm. like decentralized um, voting. That's interesting. You heard anything about that? I haven't heard about that. I, I wonder have, how that's. I have not. I wonder how that. Yeah, would work. I wonder how that would work. That's. Uh, yeah, man. Let's see back on. I'm not sure, but I mean, uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so what were you saying about blockchain? That was the last. Blockchain yeah. There thing. we go. There we go. Yeah, blockchain voting. That that's what they were the USPS put a patent out for that. Basically to to, to oh, make sure so that there's to, no to voter fraud or anything that of that nature. They they did a patent to oh to do it. Okay, okay. Okay. No, 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 to do it. No, no, to do it. Right. To do it. Which they probably they, they can't implement this before this election. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's definitely a good way to kind of protect that system in the future and take away any of the stigma right. that Trump is gonna throw on this for for now and, and the future. I mean th- this is always gonna be brought up even though it's not a point. Right. He's right. he's made I mean, a living of making honest, points of things that aren't points. Like it's not a point, bro. Because like the electoral college, I mean, I don't vote. I mean, the last time it's I been booty, like, bro. 
Obama in 2008 for like symbolic reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't vote to be honest, because I mean, when, when somebody wins the popular vote, I mean, that's just democracy. They're supposed to win more people want you to be their president, but no, like they got the, the electoral votes and they vote for whoever they want. It's crazy. Like, like the, it's like the, the, the Supreme court gerrymandering, all all that stuff. The electorals have to like vote for who they say they're they're gonna vote for. I'm like, what? They weren't doing this that? whole time. Yeah, this whole time that wasn't the, the case. Damn. Like, right, 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 right. That's true. Bribery. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like, oh, here's this money, but it might be like, you know, I'll put this in, uh, you know, in, in the charity of your choice or whatever, or all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do yeah. this for you in the future. Your campaign, or, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give money to your campaign wait, or to your political I'll, party. All these guys, if you have any political, like, if you go go into office anywhere, you know, you're, you're set for life. Because, you know, the people that got you there, I mean, you definitely have to do some things for them. I mean, so it's just not, you know what I'm saying? You have to have money to, like, make anything move your way right. in this country. So it's exactly, exactly. So it's like, it's legal bribery, you know? It's not the pay-to-play system. It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense to maintain that kind of system when <laughs> yeah the, the electoral college was confusing when i was little it's confusing right. now right. it's like i gained all this information and you're still not making sense to me when i was little and we were you know in history class and they explained voting to us and i thought like oh is this what they that doesn't make sense and like to this day i'm like still like yo this is really how it is right <laughs> yeah, and that they they would say things like, "Why are we the doing this?" Yeah, college yeah. was established to make sure that states with uh, smaller populations would have, yeah, still still have like equal like um, get a say, an, an still equal weight when it comes to like federal general elections and whatnot, right? But then the question is like, why, dude? Like just because you said, yeah, it should be by <laughs> number, by the number of people, right? You know? Yeah. True, but but I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate because imagine you're in the Midwest, which is that's exactly what's happening. Somewhere in the Midwest where your life is totally different than how it is in New York. The things you care about are a lot different than it is in New York or or one of these high density population areas. So there, in 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 terms of what its original intent is, I, I think it was benign, and I think it was it was a good idea. But it's just the way it's been implemented now. I think it's just because you you don't want to always well, I mean, just yeah, have to that's, go that's basically what off the big like cities have to say about right? the situation. But but then again, like you know, every state has gets two senators, and then every state yeah. has um, uh, what do you call it? Representatives, Representatives to the House based on their population, yeah. right? Yeah. And and you still have, you know, your state government and you still have your like right, county right. governments. So what happens on a presidential level, right, for the most part doesn't impact people like hard like directly, day to day directly, right? So so there's still some yeah, so day to day. There's still democracy yeah. there. Right, right. But when it comes to like a That's presidential your local election, government. like, you know, I mean, honestly, mm. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why we can't just like, you know, whoever wins the majority, popular the vote. popular vote wins yeah. the election. 
because it's happened too many times. Yeah, I mean, now it's archaic, but Back I'm then. talking about the original intent. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, now yeah. the, the conditions aren't the same. Like... You can, you can, I mean, we could vote from our laptops. Like back in the day, you had to hop on a horse. They're body, not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> half of the. Ride three days. Yeah. yeah half of the population. Yeah. Like, right, right, right. Because right. they're considered. Go to that like, town hall. Was it three fifths of a, of a human? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And yeah, I mean, they, they, they were card, not car, horse pooling. They were horse pooling down you to, to the landowner, right? Yeah, to the yeah, town yeah. hall. You have to be a landowner to vote. Bro. I mean, it's crazy. Things were like, um, yeah. You ever seen yeah. the movie uh, Gangs of New York, where people are like getting off the boat, yeah. and these different political parties are like trying to organize these immigrants that don't even speak English. Yeah. Right. So, all right, right. So, so they don't even know topic, what you're talking on the, about on the topic of um, elections, right? Um, Kamala Harris, senator from California, mm. uh, was selected to be Joe Biden's running mate. What are you guys' opinions on that? Um, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock knock her because I mean, obviously, it's a Band black woman. It's it's a better option than whatever than Pence. Um, I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like her, but I mean, it's better than the alternative, right? But uh, yeah, that uh, I don't like. I don't. I don't like both of them. And I, it's kind of a personal thing, but she reminds me of this lady, this auntie, that, that she was one of my uh, friend's mom. It was. It was his aunt actually, and she would always come and she she'd be like. We're not doing nothing, but she's one of those aunts that's like <laughs> always thinks you guys are up to something. You know what I mean? She just comes in the room yeah, and just well, looks at you guys and it's like, yo, no good. Mm-hmm, that, what are y'all she doing was now? Too, that, I mean, like, like we're her, not doing nothing. We're playing the you game. Lived in California, right? Well, you, well, she was uh, San Francisco. She, yeah, yeah, right, right. Kind of, that's yeah, her yeah, energy as well. Shelter, right? But and not really. I mean, she like I moved to California in like 2010. She like you know, retired or whatever, went to be a senator in 2011. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but her history is fucked up. Like she, you know, put away innocent men, like withheld like evidence, like uh, suppressed evidence, like a, a bunch of like crazy shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like she was just awful. Um, and like the crazy thing is you see all these people that are like, mm-hmm. like Sean King. I don't know if you guys know him. Like I follow him on Instagram. He's like an activist. Um, and he was just like dogging her from the get go. But now it's like, you know, he's like, well, she's been working hard to clear her name since, but it's like, nah, man, like that, that still happened. The, the, the damage. Yeah. I mean, that's marketing. That's all marketing. Yeah. The damage is done. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So I don't, you know, it's better than the alternative, but by like a little bit, you know? Yeah. I wish people were just honest. Like, okay, we're in a situation where. Yeah. Yeah. The current like presidency and administration is detrimental to all of our futures, right? Our, 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 yeah. our present and our future. Right. Yeah. Um, and the only right, options right. for us right now right. are these kind of middle of the road, your typical people who your typical politicians in Joe Biden and Kamala Harris that still represent the establishment. They still um, mm. are, they're they're inclined to maintain the system that has already been there and we've already 
we have already decided, right? Society really with, we see it every day with all these um, people going out and protesting and all of this expression of like rage against the system that, that the system is, is flawed and there's a, there's a problem in the system. Like we need to drastically change the system, but what they give us Mm -hmm. is people who are here just to like continue the same stuff that happened before that actually led up to Donald Trump. Right. That mm-hmm. like, like the issue is like, you know, you had a Barack Obama, we had a Barack Obama, we had a Joe yeah, Biden, yeah. he was vice president. That's who they're rolling out. Yeah. And yeah, people expected for there to be great changes mm. back then it didn't happen. So then you had a reaction from a segment of society mm. that, mm. you know, that, that got a reactionary, you know, person with uh, authoritarian tendencies and like a massive ego into power right that was the reaction to that so it's like why are you giving us the same answer Mm. Mm. to a problem that was created by the same thing you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's like i I get it i get it like you know i'm gonna me i'm gonna get i'm gonna get up absolutely uh, absolutely what is it november 3rd november dude man sorry for not knowing uh seven (laughs) election day Oh, okay, good. No, you're good. But, yeah, I just know it's the day for my birthday. Vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, right? Yeah, but what I don't want. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What I don't want That's what like I did last time. <laughs> That's like, exactly I a, what I did last time. With my dad about Kamala Harris because he's one of these. He's a Democrat, right? He's like a person who I remember back in the day. He took us to go watch yeah. um, Bill Clinton's inauguration, right? Um, the pedophile? Yeah, the pedophile. Yeah, Bill Clinton, the pedophile. <laughs> Let's put that. In. Yeah, the the sex trafficking uh, <laughs> president. <laughs> Bro, they all they're all like, it's crazy. That's crazy. You went, you saw him though, like you. Yeah, I saw him. You know, yeah, that was like 1992 or something. Um. So my point is like, my point is, uh, mm. I forgot what my point was going to be. It, Oh, the argument, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, he's telling me these. Things you say your dad, her, your dad is fixated on Kamal. Her dad's Jamaican. I'm like, I don't give a damn about where their parents come from. <laughs> that they eat freaking curry goat and and you know, yeah, freaking right, samosas right, right. or whatever. Like, right. dude, I don't care about any of that. Like, that's all marketing. Yeah. It means nothing because we already had Barack Obama. Right. right. We already had a dude whose dad came from Kenya. And yeah. Mom came, and the the story and you know the book that he wrote and all the the narrative right? right so like that narrative really doesn't have yeah. as much weight anymore right the the only thing that you can tell me is like that would make sense is like okay it doesn't we have to get these people in to get this asshole out okay and then once they're in yeah. we're going to put more pressure we're going to put pressure on them to yeah. Move the other way. yeah 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 to move the other way it's like moving the needle mm-hmm. so what we, we, we went we were in the middle mm-hmm. so we started going to the right now we got to push the needle from the right to the middle mm-hmm. in, in order for it to go in a different direction not necessarily all exactly. the way to the yeah. left we but can't it, but how it just long needs to be keep, a know, more drastic change the right like i this. think it's coming to a very uh it's coming to an end very soon because Think outside of the context of just the United States, like the rest of the world is in constant 
like uh, upheaval right now. You know, there's constant Mm -hmm. revolutions and uprisings everywhere more than like we have had in, you know, previous uh, decades. And I, and the problem is a, it's a, um, it's a common issue that we're all dealing with across the globe, which is the economic system that we live under because it's a global, it's a global economic system, but it's, but the problem with it is like with any, any technology, right? Right. Technology is there for us to like use, right. For human beings to make our lives easier, I guess. Uh, but at some point things become obsolete and you have to replace them. Mm. You know what I mean? Your, your freaking, your iPhone three is not doing it for 2020, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Archaic political systems. I mean, there there has to be some sort of revolution in that type of ideology. I mean, you can't just keep on just wheeling out the same things over and over and over. There has to be something different. The system and perpetuate it to actually change things because they're the ones that can actually directly, you know, actually directly impact the system the more unwillingness they have the more likelihood you're going to get like you know a massive yeah reaction to it a massive explosion you know and 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 to your point this 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 is where america comes in just because their their stature in the global stage and mm. how they interfere in in and a lot of the 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 any other country's mm-hmm. upheaval or anything, they want to kind of put their fingers mm-hmm. in there. And then they end up wheeling something that's conducive to them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really allow the real change that needs to happen per country. I mean, each country needs its own. It can't, they're not all going to work through the same systems. There's tribal issues. There's nuances that you can't just put a blanket of democracy in there or a blanket of whatever system there needs to be some sort of some need to lean more on socialism some don't mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. i mean do, do, it's just it's different per system per country and and no one's allowing that to happen and and uh, america's a big culprit in that because that's not there like, like any time vietnam all that whenever they want to try something different Politically, they they come in and they're like, no, communism is bad or this is whatever. True that. It's it's just it's, yeah. it stifles I mean, that type of thing. Okay, so like on that note, um, kind of getting to the end of our discussion here, uh, we're in the final third of 2020, right? We're in August. There's, if you count August, even though we're in the middle of it, there's like you know three and a half months left, mm. right? Right. It's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Not yeah. Yeah. Not so, nine. Yeah, so nine, we're in the final yeah. nine of twelve of this, is yeah uh, of this year, and it's been a man. Yeah. It's been crazy. You remember twenty nineteen and how much people were talking mm. about like, woo man, whew, that was a crazy year. I'm glad that was over, right? <laughs> right. I don't even remember what happened in 2019 yeah, no more, man. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Long, long so time. what are your yeah. predictions for this final third? Bleak. Just any random any random predictions, personal personal predictions, uh predictions uh, for that. politics, right? Because you know, there's an election coming up. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are, you know, are gonna win. 
the election. Um, I think COVID, it's still going to be an issue. There's still going to be a lockdown. Um, I mean, right now they're seeing about a thousand, a little over a thousand deaths a day. And it's, you know, growing. Um, so I definitely, you know, I don't think kids, most kids will be back in school. I think the economy is going to, you know, is, is, is going to be, it's going to be a mess. Cause I don't know if you guys heard, but Congress, I mean, they took a, they went to recess, right. Mm, yep. Um, without signing a new, a new, uh, agreement. Right. Um, so it, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I hope. And yeah, I, no, until, no, no, no. He was talking about September. like the, uh, the, what do you mean? Another COVID shutdown money, you know, or, the, or what? The, the COVID money. So they went, they went nah, on nah, recess sure, without no. agreeing. Oh, okay. 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 I was, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that that's a hot hot button issue. And now now with the elections coming up, they're not gonna try to bend one way or another or try to find they're gonna play the the blame game. Yeah. And I, I think there needs to be repercussions for things like that. They can't just play this finger pointing stuff while everyone else gets screwed. Yeah, yeah I think there are it's, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Because they're going to come back and people are gonna be flat broke. People are already flat broke. Uh, but they're going to, people are going to be de- at, on desperate desperation mode. Right. And whoever is holding up any of this funding and whoever is willing to give up the funding. Right. Cause it, there's, there's two like counter countervailing forces here. Right. You have, uh, you know, you have Democrats wanting more COVID relief and then you have Republicans wanting less COVID relief. Right. They were talking about, you know, Democrats were talking about we want the 600 and whatever extra added to unemployment benefits. Republicans were like, no, we're going to make it uh, 200 or something. And we don't want we don't want to. Yeah. Well, at first they were two. that 400 was. Yeah, I think trying 400. To compromise. Yeah. But they're like, you know, we don't want to incentivize laziness. Compromise. So we don't want to pay people more mm-hmm. to be unemployed than they would make if they were working. So. Uh, when they come back, anyone with I think with that with that argument, right? Anybody pushing the you lazy poor people, <laughs> they're, they're gonna yeah laziness, gonna yeah, uh, yeah, politically. yeah. And you see it yeah, now. That's not like, gonna fly at that time. Far left leaning Democrats, yeah. unusual, yeah. Right? unusually to the left. Okay, in the American context, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that are getting mm. elected now. Mm. Mm. Right for that reason, because people are like, mm. "Yo, man, my, my mm. pockets is empty, man. You know, I can't, I can't mm. afford rent. I'm about to get, I'm about to get uh, evicted. Right? There was a moratorium yeah. on evictions, and now that's over. So it doesn't right. matter. Like if you if you can't pay your rent, you're out mm. on the street. You know, they're gonna bring, they're, they're gonna call the cops. That right, that, is, right. that right there is a powder keg. You right. Know what I mean, they better come back with some money because it's a powder keg. Mm. Yeah. It is. It's it's a tough position yeah. all around. But what about you? What what, what is your I, predictions for for twenty twenty? Okay, in so this last my third? instinct is to be somewhat cynical, right? It's easy to be cynical, I guess. And I could be like, like, oh, shit, going. Right. <laughs> right. I thought that was Everything realism at this easy. point. Right. Like, I just want to <laughs> but uh, I don't call it cynicism. Uh, you know what? I think yeah. to be yeah. to be realistic, right? Without without leaning to 
without faking the positivity or being too negative, uh, what probably will happen is there's going to be a lot of people out on the street again uh, trying to make sure that vote by mail is going to happen, Mm. right? Um, Donald Trump and his administration are going to be more desperate and therefore like Mm. a cornered animal. They're going to they're going to pull out all the stops. Anything that they can do, they're going to do it, right? Um, you're yeah. going to get incidents of Absolutely. violence for different reasons. Yeah. People being forced out of their homes that might result in some violent incidents. Uh, you're going to get people out protesting and uh, conflict with police that might end in some violence. Um, you're going to get some unity also, right? You're going to get you're going to get people trying to like support their neighbors who are in like bad shape, right? You're going to have people who are, they have family and friends that are like spread out that then kind of tap into that network for a safety net. You know what I mean? Even if it's just like a social, you know, being connected to other people and not feeling you're fully isolated because that's another issue, right? It's not just people are broke. It's that, you know, in America, there's, there's freaking, there's, there's stigma attached to being broke. Right. Right. You f- you feel less than a person when you don't have money, so Absolutely. I think that is going to change because then people yeah. are not going to have another choice. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to people going to have to be honest with the with their family members and their friends and whatnot and be like, "Yo, shit, I'm in a bad situation." Shit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and right, right. True that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A lot of pride swallowing. Yeah. Which For that's sure. he- For that's, sure. that, that that would heal in a way as well. Mm. But that I mean the cabin fever and the, the just psychological effects of, of this as well is just that's a whole different and we could talk about that another time, but I think that's also a huge it's, it's, it's a huge weight, mm-hmm. and, and it's really going to be talked about yep. years down the line yeah. and, of what it did um, you to know, people. With uh, thinking about kind of like where the three of us, the, the community that we come from, and you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Um, the ideas that come from the community that we are, that we grew up in, like those things are going to prove to be uh, very useful, let's say. You know what I mean? Because these are things that we have learned coming up in some of these ideas Mm. about, Mm. you know, a sort of a a more humane, right? A more more humane system that we could possibly live live under, right? Uh, And how that has actually Mm. been applied, right? Mm. And even for us living here in the United States, but still having, you know, being mm. within Jamhuri families, yeah. uh, you can see that there's like a difference. And there's like a difference in how we deal with mm. difficulties that we run into, right, here in the United States that people that haven't had that uh, benefit, mm. they, don't, they don't know how to, you know, they don't, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, man, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the biggest thing to me is the brotherhood situation. Like, I, uh, literally, the network that they have is just like anywhere you so, go, anything you mm-hmm. want to do. My dad's like, I know somebody from there. He's a 
brother, blah, blah, blah. He does whatever. Yeah. And then he'll he'll come to you and, and you feel like you know this person, like the way that they'll come towards you. And you won't feel like it's like that normal mm. Sudanese, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, come yeah. to my house and I'll take care of you and whatever, like that sunning type situation where it's just like, yo, yeah, you really like my brother. I'm here to serve you. Like, it's a humbling... It's right. it's yeah. very humbling and 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 it makes you want to do the same thing. So it it it's a positivity. And to that, I, I never I, my, my dad here. never really pushed yeah. those ideologies. And to be well, honest, I, think, I, I don't know I, too much. I don't know too much about it. He never really talked about it. So I think that I think maybe we should sit down and, and maybe talk about no, some not, of the, that stuff because I, yeah. I I'm not I'm not too privy on that stuff. I just know the network, but I, I don't know. I don't know the thoughts and ideas that were exchanged to reach this type yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to look at them. This you know, version so of, of their enlightenment. You look at like you know other, I mean? you know, parents in the Sudanese community. I think our parents just are on another level, right? You know, like not to say that there's anything wrong, mm. you know, and there's great people out there, but mm. it's just their mm. character is on another level, you know. Their patience, the way they think about things, mm. you know, what I'm saying it's always the benefit. High character, always like there's some goodness out of a situation right. you know i never yeah exactly you, people don't realize and how, the no how, shit how talking big, like that part you is know like how big of a it is. is you know like people like there's so many you know there's hadith saying like how you know man. talking behind somebody's back is like the worst thing it's like turning your back on god and it's something and it's something that we you know what i'm saying it's something that it like, stinks up the energy of the room just well, in so general is doing this so it's like you know what i'm saying this is the the world we live in and you know to to kind of it, it's crazy man it's yeah, like i don't yeah. ever hear my parents like oh talk bad about somebody or he not like it's it's right. crazy you know it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it takes a lot of yeah and i used to think i used to think it was just my parents but then you guys would like mention things like you know like yeah you know my dad he can't stand to like, you know, see some dirt on the floor and not, you know, pick up a broom and, yeah. you know, and, and wash the dishes if there's dirty dishes and yeah, that man. sort of it's thing. It's crazy. These like, little things like, oh, dang, I thought I was the only one that was, you know, yeah. that was like that. My, my dad loves mm. vacuuming. Right. Man. It's like his, his favorite thing. He loves vacuuming. He'll sit on the same spot on the couch, you know, make some. He'll make his own job in it, you know. He's got like a set that he like mm. makes his own beans and like, you know, and he's just chilling. Right. Like that's his, you know. Like my, he doesn't want anything else other than this, you know. Like everything else is irrelevant. Right. Cool, man. I think that was a good discussion. Um, any yeah. anything you guys want to add before we call it a a show? Yep. Yo, I'm down to uh, to have that uh, the moody discussion, man. Because like, I mean, my parents used to talk about it all the time. You know, right. they used to, you know, talk about their experiences living, you know, Zaman Zaman of Haraka and all of that. So, you know, definitely love to discuss that. For sure, yeah, we could put that on the docket. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's a long overdue and necessary thing to discuss. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. We'll call it a day. Um, all right man it was great talking to y'all yeah man we'll be back soon hopefully uh i can keep this consistent and you know put out some good content like we just had oh, that's what's up what about uh yeah let's try to get uh i can't even say names on this yeah, because right. I, I, I keep forgetting this isn't like a phone call it was... right <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll we'll get some other uh, we'll get some people on. We, you can tell me. Yeah, offline. you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah I do. About. I do. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. You guys be easy. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your night. Peace. Yep. You too. Be easy.